Some clouds yet tonight. Tomorrow, finally, it'll start to break up a good bit and move out. More sunshine. The overnight low tonight, dropping off down to the lower upper 30s for a cold start of the morning. Tomorrow night, low 30s to upper 30s. Warmer temperatures gradually stay through the rest of the week. Wednesday, Thursday, more sunshine daily. Wednesday, mid-50s to upper 50s. And for a nice afternoon, about low 60s to mid-60s with sunny skies on Thursday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. found out before it was too late to do anything about it, but that happens a lot in the business. Uh, there's a spot where I sit down and then uh, say a few things and then move on. It's a, it's a little goofy, but nothing that'll bring down to a nothing. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and you are... What are you? Or Isn't that who? wonderful? You get an applause. Any chance I can take to uh, talk to that lovest nice bunch of people. Hello everyone. Uh, and uh, we even have an, a spot where I can have them sit at a seat and have a, their own top so they can read over their notes and such. And uh, <laughs> if you need any of that, we have it to, to give it right over to you. And then lots and lots of topics that maybe you were interested in, but we never got around to writing them down. So we'd love to hear from you about that or anything like that. And tell me what it is that uh, affects your... About food, uh, though. About food. Uh, there's something... Oh, she doesn't like my for cooking No, again. I said about food. Call us and tell us something about food. 5569696. Should be about food because it's the food show. Yeah, that's the one I always forget. We I'll try harder this time. We had a great dinner on Whoops. Friday night. Yeah, where was that? We went to Antoine's. And, oh, and well, we Charles. were there all right. And we were sitting with uh, the proprietors of Antoine's, Lisa Blunt and Rick Blunt. It was a lovely evening. It's a and, great evening. Uh, it was uh, uh, the Rockefeller, the Oysters Rockefeller event that they had. Yep. It wasn't a big event. I mean, essentially, it was celebrating it was big. Oyster Rockefeller Day, which was yesterday. And they had a $5 uh, for three. Or four, I don't know. I have to look and see how many oysters Rockefeller, but uh, but it was great. It was. They have this adorable little dessert now. Mm-hmm. It's a little mini king well, cake. Most of those had been no, around no, I mean, a it's while. It's a mini but baked Alaska new. in Mardi Gras colors. What? That most of that layout uh, was something new to me, but it was otherwise a really good uh, dessert uh, pile. So that was good. It was a great evening. It was a really nice this, evening. This was Antoine's. Fun, fun people. Very fun people. We were talking about here in a few. Uh, uh, have ever been there, uh, that's the essence of, of uh, Antoine's, along with everything that you would get in there and, and explore. And they they have you uh, just walk around the whole place. It's kind of big. You, ha- you have to wild. It's really delicate. big. And uh, then you can sort of figure it out. But really, what you're after there is the 
cooking, and the uh, the wine lists are terrific there. That has gone gone for a long, yeah, long time. Yeah, you all had a good wine, didn't you? I don't know what, what? it was. It was a French wine, I think. Uh, there's something with me good wine. on that weekend, and I couldn't remember what it was, so yeah, I just it went was, with it. Yeah, uh, it the, was the new manager there um, brought over a yeah. great wine, and uh, it was good. It was very smooth. Uh-huh, yeah, was, it went was very well. Was it Merlot? What was it? I hmm? wish I'd paid more attention to it. Um, but it was, uh, it was really good. It was a nice, I mean, I didn't drink a lot of it cause I don't drink wine, but it was, if I was going to drink wine, I would certainly love to drink that wine. It was a really nice, mm-hmm. smooth wine. It was a fun dinner. It was a little quiet in there. So I want to say to everyone, if you are not going out much, no, and I say this knowing that I've done the same thing. But you know, I was really glad that we went because it was it was just like a reminder, hey, this is New Orleans and we have some great restaurants and go have a nice evening in one of them. Mm-hmm. It it was really a fun time. It's a little more effort. It's not a good time to be out and about. It's cold, it's nasty, there's COVID, all that stuff. But you know what? If you if you take a chance and you sort of bust through all of that, you will find that it's worth it because it's you a might nice catch it time yourself. and a good, good yep. thing to do. It's a good it's, thing to do. Having dinner with friends mm-hmm. and is a wonderful thing to do. And you run there into fins of yours that you yeah. have never uh, talked with. In a uh, while, and anyway. here we are, and then uh, yeah, on we go. It seems sort of, you know, weird to be saying that like, duh, isn't that obvious? And yes, of course it's obvious and it's obvious to us too, but we don't even do it ourselves. So just now we did it and I'm really glad we did it and I want to do it some more because it was really a fun, fun evening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was good to see Charles again. Well, who cares uh, about him? We love Charles. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to him later, we I'm love sure. Charles. Uh it was they have a really nice wait staff. They're really, really attentive. It was it was it was nice. It was very nice. Yeah. It was a little slow when we got there because it was early, but then people started filing in. But restaurants like that that are really large, uh it's it's gotta be terrifying in this COVID world. But um but they had a bunch of parties upstairs, which was good for them. And uh, it was just fun. It was really, really nice. Glad we did it. All right. Moving right along. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm not finished with the dinner. Oh, we I didn't think you the were. Dinner. We I just the uh, would uh, uh, revile or reile. Revile? I'll remind you for all along downtown, and if you wonder whether the all the stuff that you can possibly enjoy uh, at Antoine's, it would be one of them, but there are many other options there. Uh, don't you know, feel like you have to read it for 24 minutes. Just go over there. They're really uh, ready to go. The menu is very easy to uh, just, uh, get your minds around. Yeah, it, it works. It was good. It was good. Especially if you haven't been there. Yeah. And <laughs> if you haven't been there, they have a great happy hour. They have their lunch special, which is $21, which is exceptionally good. I mean, there are lots of ways to experience a Grand Dame like that. That's and right. I think that it's certainly worth doing. Give yourself a treat. Pick yourself what up. Color? What color? What flavor? You know, a little spate of uh, something different will be go a long way to this cold January 
you know, where it's just, you know, these are not good times. But anyway, yeah. uh, 556-9696, if you want to talk to us, we are here to do that with you. So the dinner was uh, several appetizers. We mm-hmm. had um, the oysters Rockefeller, of course, which were excellent. They had chickens, they had... Uh, we had some souffle potatoes. White potatoes, they had... Well, there was a controversy to- about souffle potatoes on this show about two weeks ago. And I am happy to report that the souffle potatoes that we had the other night uh, were the standard souffle potatoes. Oh. So um, With we a had bit of, uh, the butter and the bearnaise. Okay, yeah. good. And we had the crab meat ravigat, which was great. And um, we had the shrimp remoulade, which is presented a little differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? What do These they do? These were separated. They they sometimes present them together, so this is, but this was not... This cold not, thing and this king and this other king. Yeah, it was not, it what was was not it? presented the same way. What? Well, how was it? Tell me about it. Well, there was, a, the, you know, the little dishes of shrimp remoulade, then they had the dishes of the crab meat ravigat. They have a new appetizer, a rabbit rillette on crostini. Rillette, right. Rabbit rillette. That's a little bit out of the woods. good. It was good. I am not a big rillette fan, but if if it's done in a way that I have something like a crostini underneath it, then it can be really good. I mean, rillettes are tasty, but they don't always look that good. This was fine. This was like a it's like a braised, shredded uh, rabbit. Well, rillette. That's what it was mm-hmm. with a little bit of pickled vegetable on All top. All those things. Yep, yeah. Yep. 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 And then uh, let's see. What was that it for the appetizers? I think it might have been. And then when entree time came, uh, Charles announced uh, that they had speckled trout in the house, which of course always sells me and Tom. So you got like a, you got like a shrimp. No, you got a. Uh, Is that what I look like? A shrimp? No, you don't look like a shrimp. Um, oh, you got I was planning a on it, speckled actually. trout Florentine, which looked beautiful. Tom, was it as good as it looked? The speckled trout Florentine at Antoine's. Mm-hmm. It was like a pile of fish in the middle of the plate, surrounded by like a moat of cream spinach, mm-hmm. and it was it was beautiful, I, really beautiful presentation. I, I almost can say that that is my creation. Why? Because I always had the idea that, first of all, I noticed if you went to Antoine's, there would be a fairly long warp of uh, a run of the uh, the dish right before that. Wait, what was it? No, here I am mm. dizzling out on myself. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, oh, well, it was speckled oh, oh, with it was. spinach is what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They had this great uh, chicken dish and one other one. Chicken bonfam? No, not chicken bonfam. No, it's bonfam. Chicken pantalba. Pantel, no, that's a different. Nope, that's not that's it. a okay. different place. <laughs> I have to, I have to find out what Lisa got because she had what looked like a chicken dish. I got your standard uh, trout amandine. Yeah. And it came with corn and rice, which I don't remember. Uh, I remember there being was, a full plate of food the last time I had it. What? It, it was uh, the. Uh, uh, fillet, not fillet. Uh, this is something that they use as a second cut, as uh, uh, back down at the bottom. Uh, gosh, every time I, I go over there and there it is, but it's gone. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We'll get you it can in think a about second. it. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Five five six nine six nine six. 
Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. I get misty just holding your hand. Well, I was going to do an Antoine spot, but we're sort of doing an Antoine oh, spot wow. right now. So we'll do that in the next hour, but I'll finish talking about Antoine's. I do want to yeah. tell you about Norjo, though. Norjo is a great little emporium. That's what I'm calling it. Like the mm-hmm. ones that you would see on a sort of um, quiet street in Rome. Mm-hmm. It's a little shop. It's got a lot of really cool eclectic things in it. They're all Italian. And there are other places, too, that they get things from, not only Italy, but European. And uh, they have a place that it's a place that you would find, like, you know, the olive oil that's going to really kick up your Italian cooking more than a little. They have um, things like dried figs, uh, unusual items that you wouldn't find anyplace else. They have pasta that's dried uh, from companies that are strictly Italian that you don't see any place here. So if you want to try some really unusual Italian cooking with real Italian ingredients, go to Norjo. It's also really, really ramping up, or Mark, who owns the place now, is really ramping up the takeout food. I had the Ugh. most delicious pressed sandwich I've ever had. What was in it? About a week ago. It's called the Lindy. It's little meatballs, Genoa salami, a cheese, and something green, maybe like a pesto or something. Or like sardine. Pressed into ciabatta. It was absolutely divine. I couldn't stop eating it. They also have the best muffalata on the South Shore. Norjo is a good place to go if you're looking for a quick bite at lunch. On Fridays, they have their cheese wheel where you go in there and get pasta made right before you. Mm. That's Norjo Imports right there on Frisco Avenue, 505 Frisco. It's where uh, Metairie Road meets meets the railroad tracks. That's Norjo Imports. Mm -hmm. Great, great little store. If you haven't been, you're very much overdue to go. You could even say a big store. You're much overdue to go. Everything. Do yeah, you, sausages. All kinds of stuff. Really uh, good stuff. Smoked sausages, maybe from Italy. Really good you know, stuff. Let's the go to, to Ron. Is that it seems like it ought to be very mellow and mellow and, and soft. When hey, good a little afternoon. taste How are of it doing? lets you know right away that this is a place yes, that is good. major league Italian food. And mm-hmm. the reason for that is uh, Antoine's, mm. uh, the, the family, even Antoine himself, came from. Italia, in uh, no France. Oh, it's- Let's go to Ron, the gourmet neighbor, a uh, gourmet waiter. I'm sorry. Uh, gourmet neighbor and waiter is fine. How are you all doing? You are a gourmet neighbor too. Yes, yes, you are. You know, you um, I heard too. your I heard your ad for Care Restaurant Supply, and I love that place. And what I was going to talk about was pizza, but I'm actually going to talk about Care instead. And what I'm going to do is just recommend a couple of items that people might want to look at. And really, you could probably pick up most of this stuff for about $20, 25 bucks total. Uh, they, have, they have a wok 
that is stainless steel that's awesome. And they also have just a standard wok, and I think they're $11 a piece. And then for 5 bucks, they've got a spatula that's actually curved at the end so that as you dig down into the bottom of the wok, it actually accepts the curve, if you know what I'm talking about. It looks like uh, somebody bent your spatula and made kind of a curvy, moonish uh, edge. Anyway, that's about 5 or 6 bucks. They also have, I think for $4, they have a wok ring. And what that is, is that's the ring that you put over your burner, and then you put your wok on top of that. I think that's $5. Anyway, uh, the other Gary thing they have... Gary has my a, favorite knife ever. Finest knob uh, My favorite knife ever. And I think it might be $5, too. It's like a white knife, and it's got like a... Uh, it, it sort of leans up. The blade sort of goes up, and it's serrated, and I we use it for everything. I just bought it on a lark one day, and it's like my favorite knife. It sounds like it's ceramic. Is it white? No, it's it's plastic. It's a oh, okay. cheap knife. It's a cheap knife. It's like a uh, white handle, plastic. Oh, I got you. Serrated blade, and, and if you could imagine it curving, it doesn't really curve. It just sort of angles a little bit up, and, and I absolutely love it. Every time yeah, I another... think about every time I use it, I think this is like the best investment I ever made on a lark. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you know, the other thing, too, is like around the holiday season, a lot of times I, uh, I find myself boiling things like uh, parboiling vegetables, maybe uh, putting some potatoes down, maybe some pasta. And if you've ever seen this, if you have a big stock pot, you've got it full of salt water and you're getting ready to boil something. If you can imagine this strainer that you would put down into the water and it's, compart it's compartmentalized into four different compartments. So in other words, you could boil carrots in one compartment and right next to that, you might have your broccoli, and right after that, maybe some potatoes. And then maybe in the fourth uh, hole, you, you might have some pasta. So it's really kind of neat. It, these are often used in restaurants. And uh, anyway, all of this stuff, uh, that's why I like Care Restaurant Supply so much. I go there about once a week. Oh, goodness. Goodness. Okay. Well, good. Good. I love it. Patronize those advertisers. Go ahead. I was just well, going to say, um, you know, the other uh, place that I really, really like is uh, Restaurant Depot. Uh, so if, if you ever know anybody that uh, works at a restaurant, that's a, a way to get uh, to get your groceries uh, the same way the restaurants do. And, you know, obviously Costco's out there for people that uh, don't get in Restaurant Depot. But I'll tell you what, the prices on some of these items are, are so much cheaper than, oh, yeah. uh, than some, than, yeah. you know. But well, that's why you see course, everybody there. And then there's always Dorniacs. That's my favorite grocery store in the city. Well, one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time. Still there. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. What else you got for us today? Oh, that's, that's about it. I was just it's calling in to say hi. Henry and I were talking pizza. I sent him a um, picture of a pizza I made last night. He said he thought it looked really good. I'm sure it was good. What was it? What was on it? Um, onions, garlic, bell pepper. Parmesan cheese, Mexican cheese, and uh, really more cheese. It was more just a cheese pizza. I was just running through some vegetables that I had left over, and I saw that I had a bunch of yeast and a bunch of flour. So all of a sudden, it became pasta. I mean, a pizza night. But what I did is instead of doing a tomato uh, gravy for it, I just did a butter gravy, and that's what I roasted the garlic in. So it was kind of a garlicky butter sauce with all of pizza. those things in it. Yeah, that's it was delicious. Good. I it love was super white pizzas. Easy too. Yeah. 
good. I'm doing the same like thing. I'm getting rid of a lot of cheese in the house too. I've got some more of that puff pastry and now I'm rolling up the cheese in the puff pastry and making those little snacky cracker things. So we've had a that lot of those this good. weekend. Yeah. Hey, uh, right. before I go, just wanted to let you know, great new website, WGSO.com. If y'all haven't yeah, looked at it, take a look, look at good. it. It is phenomenal. It good. I really like it. Yep. I'm listening right. to the show. All I did is I went to WGSO, and in the upper right-hand corner, it encourages you to hit the button, and all you have to do is hit one button, no pop-ups, and all of a sudden you start hearing the show. So it's another way to listen all to righty. it. All righty. I love it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's great real show. pretty. If you have not gone go to the new wgso website all right thank you ron thank you See all right so uh that was an equipment call sometimes mm -hmm. he does equipment equipment calls. call equipment he hmm. was talking about his equipment he has a lot of equipment in his house for That's all the cooking that he does yeah. i roasted a turkey today you, you roasted a turkey <laughs> I did. you know i'm not surprised of that because over at the house uh there was a kivy in there yeah, well, we uh, had a little why. accident over the weekend. I uh, pulled a hamstring, so I am now sort of encamped on the sofa with an ice pack underneath. And uh, so there'll be no driving for a while, and so we'll not be eating out. So I had our daughter run to the store and get a whole bunch of food for us. And instead of doing a chicken, I decided, what the heck, we're going to be here a while. Let's get a turkey. So I didn't put, I didn't make like a, another whole Thanksgiving Christmas thing. I just took carrots and celery and stuffed it in the cavity. And uh, I've just, I've been cooking all day. I mean, it's like. My favorite thing to do. Yeah, I've been. Eat all day. I, I've, <laughs> it's Tom's favorite thing to do. The only difference is you're going to be doing it here now, Tom. So I've got bell peppers roasting, mushrooms. I had sweet potatoes, mm -hmm. I got broccoli. I mean, we're gonna be on a health kick. And then we had a few that we were a little worried about because they uh, have been on for around town and were very beautiful and a big influence on the community. Yeah. And that the one that first comes to mind is uh, 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 right there on the, in the uh, going down right in the middle at, uh, uh, <laughs> this is happening to me every day today. <laughs> It's, uh, this is the one that has the seafood. No, not that. Uh, All right, think about it, and we'll so, come back to it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. All right, so back to Antoine's. When it was entree tom, time, Tom got the speckled trout with... That's it. Cream spinach. Five-five-a-trick. Five, five yeah. That was the dish. And then uh, Rick got a beautiful steak. You don't think of Antoine's as being a steak place, but it was a gorgeous steak with Marchand de Vannes sauce. It was really, really good looking. I mean, I didn't have any of it, but uh, it was really, really beautiful. I think Lisa got a chicken dish. I have to ask her what it was. And I got the, um, the regular house special, the trout meunier. The desserts were fabulous. They had a whole bunch of little individual desserts that they brought. You got bread pudding, Tom, didn't mm -hmm. you? You got bread pudding. One of we my favorite things. We also got a cheesecake that was sort of a nod to Cherry's Jubilee, which was very good. And my favorite thing, uh, there was, a, there was a, um, a glace, meringue glace on the table, which is gorgeous. 
But my favorite thing was this adorable little individual baked Alaska that they're doing now. And it's just a little like, like a, if you were to get a creme brulee, it would, be, it would be that size. And then it's got the ice cream in it. It's got the pound cake. It's got the meringue. And they're doing it right now with a Mardi Gras sprinkling of the Mardi Gras colors of sugar. So it, it you know, it's sort of, it's a, sort of a nod to a king cake and also it's the baked Alaska. But I loved it. I thought it was really good. I didn't love eat it, a lot because I don't eat that kind of stuff. Now, but here's but one I had reason. a couple of bites. It was really good. Here's something you can look at it next time you're around there What's at that? Arno's. Uh, look in the back, or usually they give you another, an extra menu, a little small one, and they deliver it to you just as you're finishing the, the ones at the top. Uh -huh. And uh, Arno's in the, the dining room, though, lets you know that it is a, a, one of its favorite uh, members for uh, having something sweet. It was... Huh? Is this for it was their seafood? King, king no, cake? it wasn't. Um, Is this like a king cake or something? No, it was close to that though. Okay. Uh, uh, William, every time this comes up, I, I've blown it again. Okay, well, think about it. We're going to have a, a break at the bottom of the hour. You can maybe write it down and we can come back to it. Let's go to your deaf dining rule number Our 154 notes. today. Eat unusual vegetables with great relish. It will persuade those around you that you're a real gourmet. And one other thing. They're uh, uh, shutting down for the day. Uh, it is honored to and Antoine's. <laughs> All right. Uh, the old uh, kitchen sage yeah, says, a little next different. time you clarify butter, save the foam that you skim off the top and the solids left in the pan after you pour the clarified butter out. Mix this with garlic and parsley and use it for garlic bread. That makes sense. You don't see a lot of garlic bread these days. I haven't been in Commanders in a while, yeah. but you don't see much of it. All right, we are gonna take a break for the bottom of the hour news time, Louisiana Radio <laughs> Network. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. It's a day off from school and many businesses are closed because of the snow. KNOE TV evening anchor Jeff Horchak says kids are enjoying the snow and so are the adults. The snow up here uh, that fell last night and this morning was a real wet snow, so it was perfect to make snowballs or snowmen. Clico says they are working on restoring power and hope to have most of the power restored by the end of the day, but some rural areas with trees being down might go without power until tomorrow. 13 Louisiana law enforcement officers died in the line of duty in 2020, according to the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund. CEO Marsha Ferranto says nine of the 13 are believed to have died from getting infected by the coronavirus on the job. We go through a process that shows us that the law enforcement officer contracted the virus through direct exposure while on duty. Two of the other fatalities were related to firearms, and the last two were traffic incidents. LRN. Tiger rag. Can everyone hear me okay? Everyone listen up. We don't want anyone to panic, okay? But there has been a COVID exposure here at the school. But that's not getting in the way of your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Football season is back. Tiger rag. Hungry for LSU sports news? I am starving. I just worked up a man-sized appetite. Tiger Rag Magazine is ready to serve. Here we go. Awesome. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag is the Bible of LSU sports. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. Tiger Rag Magazine. Football, basketball, baseball, 
gymnastics, and so much more. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag editor Ron Higgins and Tiger Rag assistant editor William Weathers cover all things LSU sports and interview some of the best guests in the biz. I think we are on estimating. Celebrating your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Tiger Rag magazine on newsstands and online at tigerrag.com. Tiger Rag. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they've partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge January 8th, Leo Nocentelli. January 15th, School of Rock. And January 22nd, Glenn David Andrews. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at thinkaos.com I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Yes, indeed. 5569696 is the number. If you want to talk to us, we are here just waiting for you to give us a call. Anybody else do any interesting eating over the weekend? I hope somebody went someplace good because, um, you know, it's just, it's, we're still having to keep it up, you know, keep it up. Today, on this day in 1803, James Monroe and Robert Livingston boarded a ship bound for France where they hoped to buy the Isle of Orleans. That's the land bordered by the Mississippi River, Bayou Manchac, Amit River, Pass Manchac, Lake Maurepas, Lake Pontchartrain, and the Gulf of Mexico. Woo! They hit the jackpot. Napoleon told them he'd like to sell all of Louisiana from Canada on down for the United States. Tom is wondering, uh, this is straight out of Tom's almanac, I wonder what New Orleans would be if the Louisiana Purchase had not happened. Uh, your favorite scenario is that Louisiana would have become an independent nation with New Orleans as its capital. Its territory would include the mainstream of North America, commerce, the breadbasket Midwest, and many other riches. We'd have all kinds of great cultural heritage, but with money and power. Imagine. Yes. <laughs> I like to imagine money and power. Doesn't everyone? Today's Edible Dictionary is brought to you by Dorignax, one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time. The Edible Dictionary word is habanero. It's one of the hottest peppers in common use. The habanero is a bright red, heart-shaped capsicum pepper about two inches long and an inch and a half in diameter. It originated in the tropical regions of Central America, but is named for Havana, Cuba. It's closely enough related to the Scotch bonnet pepper that the two names are interchangeable except by passionate pepper buffs. Hot sauces made with habanero peppers are extremely hot and are usually thinned out with carrots or other vegetables to make them usable, even in small quantities. I bought one time a pepper jack cheese that was made that, but... with habanero pepper. 
and it was really good. It was really good. Uh, we have Jules on the line. Let's go to Jules, 5569696. Jules? Hello, Marianne and Tom. Hello, Marianne hey and Tom. How are you all? Good. Got a How bunch about of you? Things. I've, I've been working Hello? at home, and I, and I listen to you all in the afternoon, and I'm going way, way back with some comments. You had mentioned at one time when you go to eat, you don't like saving the, the, the boiled corn and potatoes from seafood dishes. Do you remember that? I don't, I don't like, Tom, someone's on the phone, so get to the mic and a headset. Uh, I don't like saving <laughs> the boiled corn and potatoes from a, a boil, from a seafood boil. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I, I, go ahead, what? Go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I used to say that, and then I had a, um, this would be in the spring of 2020. Gosh, I have to refer to 2020 as last year now. In 2020, in the spring, under COVID lockdown, I picked up, uh, where did I pick that up? Good idea. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, I picked up Everybody five else pounds doesn't. So of boiled what? crawfish. And I, I kept everything this time. And I took the fat and I, I made a, a sauce and I chopped up the potatoes real small and I, you know, shaved the corn off and I took everything and I put it on, you guessed it, folks, my favorite thing in the world, puff pastry. <laughs> and I baked it and I made a fantastic, really great uh, tart. I mean, like a really great tart. Well, I, I remember you saying you didn't like to save them, and I wanted to go, oh, that's heresy. I save mine all the time, and I shave them, and I shred the potatoes, put them in separate bags, and freeze them. And we had corn shrimp soup for Christmas this year with leftover shaved corn and threw in the shredded potatoes to thicken it up. And, it's, and you get great flavor from it. That's one. Yeah, yeah. Was it a bisque? Uh, or did you say a shrimp? It was like a shrimp just bisque a, or just something? A, just a simple corn crab. I'm sorry, uh -huh. corn shrimp soup. Uh -huh. And it thickens yeah. it up. And, and you, get uh -huh. that, you get that seafood taste from the corn. Isn't it uh -huh. that, that, That's one thing I called you about. Yeah, so, so I'm reformed. You, I'm on your team now. I agree. I, and, and you save them, you know, you can throw them in a little bit of pasta. If you're making some pasta and shrimp and you throw a little bit of the corn in, it works all the time. Question for you. You mentioned the other day Marcello's. You uh -huh. can't wait for it to open. What yes. is that? And I'll, and I'll tell you why. I tried to get a reservation at Oxlot, and I uh -huh. couldn't on Yelp. And all of a sudden it said you ought to try Marcello's, but Ooh. they didn't have an address or a phone number. Ooh. But it was the same phone number as Oxlot. Oh, and no. I'm, I'm curious if it was a misprint. Oh, no. I'm, I'm sitting here on a pile of um, ice, <laughs> and I can't drive for a while. I can't even sit in a car. And if Marcello opens while I'm in this state, I'm going to be very, very upset. Marcello well, where is, it? is, where is it? between Aquista Pace and the Southern Hotel in that space that has been a million things usually some okay you, do you remember where max on boston was yes yes that's max. it right there yes that's it uh, okay and who is opening that 
Max stayed there the longest, and then it was a bunch of Latin American places. Who is opening it? Yes. The chef. Yes. Okay. Do you, are you familiar with Marcello on the South Shore Warehouse District? No. no. Okay. No. All right. There's a place in Lafayette called Marcello, and I think it's like a wine warehouse. And, and it became a restaurant, too. And so for a long time, it's um, a father and son, the Taderos, and they have on, I guess, Johnston Street. Is that the one, the big main drag there? It's, yes, um, yes, yes. It's, it's a formula for a restaurant where you have a restaurant. It's Italian restaurant. It's Sicilian. It's really good. And then you have okay. special wine prices that are like warehouse wine prices. And I don't, okay. I don't know how the whole Louisiana law wine thing goes, but it, it's, you would think it would be seen a lot more, but they originated it. And then they moved well, here to the warehouse district. They kept the one in Lafayette. They moved the one here. I, they might have one in Baton Rouge too, but I'm not sure. Um, and then it, it's right across from, or it's right two doors down from um, Herb Saint. Yes, on Saint I know Charles. where that one is. I, I, okay, I know the Marcello you were referring to. Yeah, okay. but but it's Our, closed now, and I don't know. It's got that big question mark hanging over it, like so many places down in New Orleans. But the chef who bought it from the Taderos a couple of years ago. She's female, and I, I can't remember her name right now, but she bought it from them. She actually lives on the North Shore. So when that space opened up from the latest, you know, the latest Latin American iteration, um, she jumped on it and redid it, and it's been sort of pending opening for weeks now. And okay. so if it's opening now or has opened already, I'm going to cry. No, I, I don't know. This was a couple of weeks ago. You speaking of wholesale, I'm not a wine expert. My brother coaches me on everything. It's uh -huh. interesting to see the wine battles going on between a quick paces <laughs> and the wine store in Mandeville. Is that total wine? Find, Those when, damn yeah, Yankees. When you, when, you, when you find the cheapest price available, they always do it both. Adam and the wine store are uh -huh. putting a seven as the last digit. So that uh -huh. is 6% of the wholesale cost, which is the legal amount, you, the lowest amount you can charge for wine in Louisiana. Uh-huh. I, I tell you what, so whenever, it's going to be good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, it, it's, it's, so you can find whenever you see a seven, they're battling it out against each other. <laughs> Well, I know that they're battling it out anyway, because what's happened is that these uh, tri-state um, New Yorkers, you know, I think they're from Jersey, a couple of lawyers own Total Wine and it's nationwide. And so um, they are going to shake up the market. But you know, it's funny, I've talked to both um, the Aquistapaces and the Dorignacs people about it, and they're not, they're not worried about it. It's like... Um, they feel like they have a, a very loyal clientele and, you know, everything's new, so they're going to go. And, and then, he, you know, they're, they're very confident they'll be back. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Hmm? And I don't, I don't want to drive through Mandeville traffic to go, to go um, to total buy wine. wine down there. Yeah, <laughs> if, if I had to buy three or four cases, I might. But uh -huh. for the occasional bottle or so, it's easy to go to Crystal Paces. Yeah. All right, the last thing. Food over the weekend, and I've always called you all about these people, and I love them. I love all my three Covington restaurants, Oxlot, Del Porto, but I went to Lola Saturday night. I took my granddaughter and my wife, uh -huh. and um, 
uh, just great food there. Just, I love Lola. I know, I'm, you know, I had a piece of pan-fried sheephead over collard greens over mm-hmm. uh, corn risotto. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's no. the sweet, no, the salty, delicious. the ham. It's just absolutely fabulous. Those two are great restaurateurs. It is delicious. I I am not a huge fan of Lola at night, not because I don't like it, but because I just never think to go there. But for lunch, and I can't get Tom to go there for lunch because he doesn't like it, mainly because he keeps getting sandwiches on that bizarre bread that they make. But I think they have a salmon... (laughs) Wait, what? Who is this that you're talking about? Lola. What, what, uh, What did you say about the bread? Well, they call it focaccia bread. Uh, yeah. Toasted. We had a cheese board with the toasted burned focaccia bread, and we fight over it. So it, uh-huh. it's, it's, oh, so it's you fun. like it? You like it? Okay. Oh, I absolutely. I, I love it. I'll have I love to try it. it. I, I don't get it. At I was. All. It was offered to me uh, right after lunch or right before lunch today. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. And I'd never seen it before or looked at it. Look, Looks fun, unusual, and it is tastes unusual. real good. It's unusual, and I can't remember his name. But I uh, love focaccia, but I don't like that focaccia. That's weird okay. focaccia, as far as I'm yep. concerned. Years, years huh? ago, Keith and Neely used to serve bread with before when you sat down, and they would send it out in a little wax paper bag, and uh-huh. it had butter melting down in between it. And uh-huh. my wife and I would fight over it. And if there was any left, it always got stuck in my pocket to bring home. <laughs> I love that stuff. Well, if you like incredibly great focaccia and you like it to come in a little brown bag with butter running all over it. What do you call it? And don't stuff? mind going to the South Shore. Focaccia. God bless you. Thank you. I miss that, Tom. I don't hear we it all that much this, anymore. We all had to get that um, out. Avo <laughs> is doing that, and their focaccia is actually great. I'm not a fan of, okay. of Lola's. But anyway, I, I am a huge fan of their everything else. Their salmon salad is incredible at lunch. It's like the best salmon salad ever. But they're doing this chicken sandwich now, which is obscene. It's obscene. It's about... I don't know. I want to say the darn thing's at least six or seven inches high. And yeah. it's it's crazy, but it's really good, you know. But I think well, Oxlots... Go ahead. What? It was a great meal. It was a great meal. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's good. It's good. And I love the place. I love the, the dining car. And, and everything other Oxlots, about it. it's just my, it's my favorite of yeah. those three. Well, well thanks for... Uh, whoops. Uh, one more thing. Are you going to travel to Bay St. Louis to go to Oxlot's new restaurant there? I've I've already tried twice, but they're not open yet. <laughs> right, right. Do they now, have... But, I mean, it's, it's going to be like whenever I can get back in a car because I can't, I can't really bend my leg right now. So I'm going to be devastated if I... I pulled a hamstring over the weekend. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you might have had a knee replacement or something. No, no, no. I pulled a hamstring and uh, and I, I have, it's like from the knee all the way to the glutes. I mean, it was, it was a bad pull. So, um, all right. So, all right. Yeah, I've so, kept you all long enough. I thank you okay, very much yeah, it's for time, taking my call. Thank you. Time for a break anyway. Thank you very Thanks, much. 556-9696 is the number. We'll be we right back. Still- Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils, 
Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville, 985-845-9940. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem. Before we head back into the show, I want to mention that the new Weber Smokefire Wood Pellet Grill cooks low and slow. It can sear. It sketches your meat sizzling to 600 degrees. It can do just about anything that you would like it to do. It's the Weber Smoke Fire Pellet Grill. Go see them over at Basil's Ace Hardware and ask about the Weber Smoke Fire Pellet Grill. All right, 556 mm. is the number if you want to talk to us. We want to talk to you. Want to and hear some we more have a good little afternoon, reports. too. What? I said I want to hear some more restaurant reports. You people are going to have to more pick restaurant up, reviews. Pick up the uh, the pace because we're going to be down for the count for a little bit. So um, the the Antoines might be the last one for a little bit here. Today is National Warm Milk Day and National uh-huh. Hot Toddy Day. Hotty Day. H O Hot Toddy. H O T T. T-O-D-D-Y, hot oh, okay. toddy. I don't think I've ever seen Every it printed. Every time I hear the so... word hot toddy, I think of that. Well, uh, now I know. I think of that Ole Miss fight song. Mm-hmm. And um, I've never had a hot toddy, I don't think. Actually, I, no, I have. I have. Someone made me a hot toddy. And, you know, it's like, you know, anything else, hot alcohol. What's yeah. worse than alcohol? Hot alcohol. It's also uh, National Rhubarb Day. Trying to think of the last time I ever had rhubarb. Well, keep looking. I'm trying You'll to find think them. of why anybody would put rhubarb in a pie. That's that's even more puzzling. That's what it is. I've I've actually on bones on excuse me. Uh, I've been on trains mm-hmm. on Amtrak yeah. for long. Uh, this is years and years ago, yeah. and they had that very stuff that you just made a, a ref- reference to. Yeah. Yeah. Right before you started this one. Hot toddies. Hotties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they had them on Amtrak, which I, I bet thought they was, did in the days when they had all kinds of and stuff. And it had on this simmering kind of sithering. It was an interesting texture. Everything about it was offbeat and interesting. So, we had a nice party aboard the train because you know, on a train, you know, every wants to be there. Yep. And uh, not so much other things that do and don't, and why and don't. And that's why Zoink. Yeah, poor Tom. He's and finished with your trains. No more trains. On this day in 1770, Benjamin Franklin sent some rhubarb to a friend in Pennsylvania, mm. beginning a footnote to American agriculture that still exists. Nobody admits to liking rhubarb a great deal, although it can be made into interesting things. 
you, Tom, have had great rhubarb pie. Where is that? Oh, in the diner of a train, of course. Mostly up in the northern <laughs> part of the United States. Back to trains. And yeah. And that they, must be what you were you were they, alluding to. They paint yeah. and uh, so, uh, they pull them up and, uh, and then they trim them. Uh -huh. And then they cut them in a, almost a, 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 a very interesting, like, ord, Orden... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh estimate i mean it, it it's an uh, unusual is it place. good is rhubarb pie good yeah is it but, really but, what do you have it with ice cream or something well, not often uh -huh. but it's uh it's there most of the time but it's a pretty much I bet again a lot i tell of you sugar in it north northern part of the united yeah. states that's I bet where you there's you're a running lot of sugar it. in rhubarb pie washington to make it less bitter you know and all of that for many years, the Paul Thomas Winery in Washington State made a wonderful wine from rhubarb. The vegetable has big leaves, borderline poisonous, and a long red edible stalk. After trimming it, it looks like red celery. Ta-da. Yeah. All right. What else do we have to eat around here today? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I felt sorry for you today, Tom. Why? I felt sorry for you at lunch. Why? You had like this diet meal in front of you. You had some turkey you had broccoli with nothing on it you had sweet potato with um i just go straight into starvation and then everything's fine <laughs> you had some some carrot and celery that came out of the cavity of the turkey and the entire the caloric of the outlay of that meal might have been might have been 200 calories it's just so different than what you're used to. But you know what? I don't know no, what to say. Us. I don't know what to say. We're, we're, we're on our own personal lockdown now. Today in 49 BC, Julius Caesar crossed the Rubicon River, a gauntlet laid down by the Roman Senate when the soon-to-be first emperor of the Roman Empire moved his armies into battle against the Roman establishment it changed the course of history. Alia Yacta Est, Suetonius is supposed to have said to Caesar, the die is cast, meaning that Caesar had reached the point of no return. What that has to do with the superb Napa Valley wine called Rubicon is less mm. clear, oh, very clear, except that it was coined by Francis Coppola, the film director of the Godfather movies. Wonderful, really great. Certainly uh, shows his feel for the dramatic. Terrific flakes. Yes. Remember that dinner we went to at Coppola? Coppola? You and I went to a dinner in Napa at in Napa. Coppola. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do, very much yeah. so. That was quite a night. And that was uh, one that I it had two or so three gorgeous. that were straight out of uh, Mopala. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous place. Uh, they let me have one of every cortridge. Yeah. It was I, 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 I couldn't believe that. Something. That's about eight different wines. It was quite something. Anyway, uh, Francis Coppola reunited two prime vineyards that were part of the original Inglenook winery to grow the grapes for this Bordeaux-style red blend. You know, he's gone back to Italy, not to live. Who could but blame he him? he has a hotel there. He has a hotel in the village where his family is from. And I'm trying to think of the name of it. But um, naturally, it's a gorgeous boutique hotel. And I don't know how much time he spends there. But uh, but he's he's moved on 
and is now into hospitality as well as wines. Ezra Cornell, who made his fortune with the Telegraph and the Western Union Company that he co-founded, was born today in 1807. He endowed Cornell University in Ithaca, New York, one of the leading colleges for careers in the hotel and restaurant industries. Mm -hmm. Yep. Albert Schaffenberg, who led his family's Pontchartrain Hotel in New Orleans, was one of mm -hmm. many of the Cornell alums. And it has here. a lot of levels with that guy. Cornell. Cornell. I guess, I guess it's. I know. I don't want to sound stupid. Don't but, ask me about it. Not. But I have no objection is Cornell, to it. But oh, check okay, it on your okay, on never, your own. Never mind. I was. I saved myself the embarrassment by going back and reading what I was looking to have answered. And so I don't have to be, I don't have to be embarrassed. Uh, right. Words to drink by today, Tom. Gosh, we're about finished. William James, an American philosopher born today in 1842. And he said, how pleasant is the day when we give up striving to be young or oh, slender. Oh, how nice. Yeah. I don't think that's a pleasant day at all. I think no. that's a depressing day. Well, that's let's... Let's uh, uncroat the top of this thing here. And, Sitting uh, in my sad little camp yeah. with my ice pack, I've decided I don't care about being young or slender. So I don't think it's all that a great. I don't think it's all that great a day at all. Frank, that's what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for. But we are going to get slender here. I'll tell you yeah. that because uh, when you're cranking out meals that are like 200 calories per meal for mm -hmm. the whole thing. But Tom, you don't need to lose any more weight. See, you're you're good. That's what you say. No, you're good. I mean, I I do. So maybe this will be a good diet well, opportunity. But well, um, this may uh, may feel like a stuck up a, a eye on this, but with all of those good things that we can have, and I've eaten my share of wine uh, dinners and everything else that they've offered. You have eaten your share, Tom. That is true. I uh -huh. did, but now the time comes to me to. Uh, Tighten up our, uh, uh, what do we call that? I'm trying to remember the Belt word. Elp, elp, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, and, uh, and take a little break rate. Is that doable or do I have to? Uh... Of course you can take a break, Tim. Okay, well. Uh, no? The words to eat by today. I want a dish to taste good rather than to have been seethed in pig's milk and served wrapped in a rhubarb leaf with grated thistle root. Oh, well, good heavens, what in the world could that be? Um, well, it's, it's well, uh, obviously it's something British because it's a British novelist, Kingsley Amos uh, said that. And um, I have to say that I would agree with him. I don't want anything um, wrapped with pigs, well, whatever he said. I don't want to repeat it. We oh, will good. be back after the top of the hour news. We're not going there just yet, but uh, we have plenty more talking to do about food. would love to encourage everyone to call and tell us where you've been eating, especially if you have been dining in New Orleans, because we had a wonderful dinner on Friday night and have not been down there and in I'm a sure bit. It will be and it was it was lovely. So those of you that are uh, still really, you know, cheerleading for the restaurants in New Orleans. 
uh, we need to do more of that, and uh, I would like to hear if you've been doing that. So give us a call, 556-9696. We're going to be back after for another hour to talk more food after the top of the hour news time. Has anybody been to the new Two Jacks? Because I just wrote about Two Jacks for the upcoming newsletter this week, and we had dinner there about two weeks ago. And um, it was actually almost exactly two weeks ago. It was uh, right before the new year. It was the 28th of, uh, as a matter of fact, it was exactly two weeks ago because it was Monday night, the 28th of December. It was their opening night. And uh, I have heard some varying reports about it for people who have gone after we went. We had a perfectly fine experience. Some others have and some others have not. Obviously a new restaurant opening. But if you've been to the new Two Jacks, we'd like to hear what you think about it. And any place else that you've been dining, particularly in New Orleans or any place, that's good too. Uh, 556-9696 is the number. It's time for the Louisiana Radio Network News at the top of the hour. We'll be back for more talk after that. WGSO. Hey, Brian Diaz here with the NOLA Drink Show. Check us out every Monday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO 990 AM, Orleans, Louisiana. Sources say the four-page impeachment article charges the president with inciting violence against the government of the United States. House Republicans did block a resolution put forth by Democrats asking Vice President Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment and remove President Trump from office. Regarding impeachment, Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio says now's not the time. We should not be pursuing this impeachment. We should not be pursuing the, this 25th Amendment. Let's bring the country together and move forward uh, and return to the, being this America, the greatest nation ever. That's where we need to focus. Flags across the country are being flown at half-staff out of respect for the two U.S. Capitol Police officers who died last Wednesday. USA Radio News. Attention business owners body slammed by overwhelming debt. If your business is in trouble, hassled by creditors, if you're frustrated, finally fed up with big business bailouts while your business has been left for dead, Please listen close. There's a brand new fast track bankruptcy. Some have even called it the biggest small business bailout in American history. Designed for individuals and their businesses. And look, almost no one knows about this yet. My attorney wasn't even aware of it. The truth is, beating the system has never been easy because it's rigged in a sense against the little guy. But here's the jaw-dropping news nobody's talking about. They've literally just changed the system so that you can beat it but only if you understand how the new game has to be played. Find out if you qualify at pocketsoflight.com. This government-backed small business repair program is still legal, but may not be renewed after the election. Fight back fairly. Fight back ethically at pocketsoflight.com. An airline crash overseas has people looking for answers. Divers on Monday stepped up retrieval efforts for the black boxes of the Sriwijaya air passenger plane that crashed into the sea off Jakarta, Indonesia over the weekend. The Boeing 737-500 was carrying 62 passengers and crew and crashed four minutes into the 90-minute flight. There were no survivors. From the West Coast, USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. President-elect Joe Biden says his top priority will be getting more coronavirus vaccinations into the arms of more Americans. I put together, laying out the plan, the cost of how I want to proceed, the cost of what we have to do to be able to get uh, the, the entire COVID operation up and running. 
After getting his second vaccination in Delaware, Biden again warning that the ongoing outbreak is going to get worse before it gets better. He again urged Americans to wear face masks and social distance. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Going a little bit more in depth on one of our top stories of the day, Speaker Nancy Pelosi and House Democrats have secured enough votes to impeach President Trump for inciting insurrection at the Capitol. When it comes to impeaching the president again, Victor Davis Hanson with the Hoover Institution believes we're going down a very dangerous path. It's very dangerous in history to ruin the institutions that you may and extremists come to rely on. And what the Democrats did the last four years is they re- they read. Some clouds yet tonight. Tomorrow, finally, it'll start to break up a good bit and move out. More sunshine. The overnight low tonight dropping off down to the lower upper 30s for a cold start of the morning. Tomorrow night, low 30s to upper 30s. Warmer temperatures gradually stay through the rest of the week. Wednesday, Thursday, more sunshine daily. Wednesday, mid 50s to upper 50s. And for a nice afternoon, about low 60s to mid 60s with sunny skies on Thursday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Hey, it's beautiful Jude's and lovely ice in a beautiful roundabout gloss. Join us for more of the food show here yeah. on one three three oh three oh three. Do that. Something like that. Yes. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. We'd love to talk to you if you want to talk to us. We're here. Tom's been doing this mm. for Almost 33 years. Let's go to Michael 75. Did you hear? It was Michael. Wait, what did I just hear? Michael 75. Well, we'll we'll find out in a second. Good afternoon, Tutti. Hi there. Come on in. (laughs) Hello there. there. Hi. Hello there. Look, a couple of things I made today. I had, uh, I made broccoli with hollandaise sauce. Mm, That's different. No reason you said. Sure, why not? It works. I mean, imagine... Sorry? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and some pad thai with glass noodles. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. So that that was uh, the lunch today. Do you cook all at one time, or do you cook every night? I cook a a lot, but uh, yeah, I cook almost every day. You do, okay. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't go for leftovers too much. Uh-huh. Well, okay. things could be worse. Mm-hmm. Except maybe red beans and rice. I'll, I'll let that <laughs> Oh, no, may, wait a minute. You don't like red beans? I love them, but I, oh, the, okay. next day, the next day it's better. Well, at least you've got the good ones coming out. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you were talking about your little plastic knife. I've got one like that, uh, Marianne, that I love also. But my favorite knife of all time is called Victorinex. Have you ever heard of that? Victora? Yeah. Uh-uh. No, that's a new Where'd one on me. It? Tell us about it. Okay, it's, it's, a, great, it's a chef's knife. Uh, it does everything. And uh, it's been, I've had it for about seven years, most perfect knife I've ever had, I, even though I bought a lot of uh, heckles when we were in Germany and everything. This is the best, and it's only $45. It compares in all the ratings that they do all over the place with uh, the, the three and $400 knives. So if you want to get a great knife at a great deal, get a Victorinex, chef knife. Okay. okay. But we just keep on going. That. I'll remember that. Thank you. All okay, right. so anyway, you're, you're, uh, one of your previous callers mentioned Restaurant Depot. I yes. love the I love the place. I can't wait. They won't bring stuff out to my car anymore uh, at all. And <laughs> so I'm waiting for a couple of months. I'll be able to get back there to get the incredible pound-and-a-half female lobsters fresh out of the tank at half price. Why and, won't and they the, deliver to your car anymore? That, I, I said anymore, but they never did. Ah, Okay. Uh, oh well, and the, and, and the and the fresh foie gras—it's like one fifth of the price that you pay for a hundred dollars worth of foie gras somewhere else. You can get it for about thirty to twenty-five, thirty dollars. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All and, right. What uh, else you got, Michael? I got. You usually have a list. For, one more thing for Marianne. All right. You are, a, you are a great bibliophile, and you're a great Anglophile, and you're also a great Londonphile. So the most perfect novel and movie for you is one I saw last night. It is so, uh, it, it's a real heartwarming movie. It's called 84 Charing Cross. Uh, Charing oh, you know what, I almost, I almost Tell us about that. taped that. That's an... I did, I almost taped that. Was it good? Oh, you would, you would love that. Anyway, Charing Cross is an area in London right. we go to a, a lot when we're there. And buy, it, it's a lot of booksellers there. Great yeah. bookstores, everything. Mm-hmm. Of course, the best the best uh, to get uh, books is at Portobello Road on the weekend. But uh, no. eighty four uh, Charing Cross is in a great area. It's all about uh, a long distance, not a love affair, but a platonic affair between a writer in New York, pay, played by uh, <laughs> Anne, Anne Bancroft, and a, and a little clerk who works in a, a bookstore at eighty four Charing Cross, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Dame Judy Dench is in there. Mercedes Rule. It's a great, great movie, especially for for Marianne. She'd love it. I would love it, and I saw it. I saw it on the uh, on the offerings, and I thought, well, you know, it's a chance to drop in on London for a minute or two. But I, oh, yeah. I don't know why I didn't. But I, I'll, I'll go have, back and see if it's still there. They have some great London scenes in there of different. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd you'd love that. And if you if you can't get the movie, the novel is great too. Oh, you, can, okay. you can get that on Amazon. Okay. All right. So it's, a, it's a true story. But anyway, uh, yeah, just a few things for the day on the list. So uh, have a good Thank day. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Always like Michael's lists. 556969 we, we used to have Stephen's lists. Yeah, but, but he was there a long Stevens time. Somewhere and along the way. He moved on. I can't on. believe he hasn't found us. I'm really. 
I'm really oh, they're sad always about looking that. for us. But we're good to look for. Yeah, I'm really sad yeah. that Stephen Here, watch did not this. make the. <laughs> that Stephen did. Did you like that? Oh, you should have seen it on TV, jump folks. Jump across but, uh, with us. Here's a little I, bit, I just to, to imagine it. Yeah, See, Tom, there we go. We Tom got keeps that. thinking we have a webcam or something, but you know, no one saw your face, Tom. <laughs> five five six Imagine. nine six nine six. So looking for people who have had some experiences dining out lately. Uh, I, you know, um, I was almost if I had if I'd had more time, or I hadn't already been planning to eat on Friday. I wanted to swing into that little um, gelato shop that um, Eric told us about, which is on the corner of St. Claude and Elysian Fields, and go behind there and get a slice of New York pizza. That is absolutely on my list now to go and find that New York pizza because um, I, I, I'm sure it's going to be good. I miss Brooklyn pizza. Has anybody been to the kebab house that has replaced Brooklyn Pizza? You know, we, we were wondering about that a couple of weeks ago, and nobody had remembered anything lately. lately. And uh, there was absolutely zero in one of the others. That's disappointing. But they, fortunately, you can get good glassware and, you know, get as far as you can get that way. Yeah. Tom, in uh, the middle of World War One. I, I remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, in 1917, a beleaguered France took drastic measures mm -hmm. and placed price restrictions on Gruyere cheese. The population was not happy about that. No? No, I can just imagine that. Oh, I bought I some see. Gruyere cheese at Walmart mm. before Thanksgiving, maybe, or right after Thanksgiving. I went crazy because Walmart has a big cheese section now. Not Walmart. This is Sam's. And um, and I bought a big, big chunk of, uh, of Manchego, which Manchego. I love. You know what I decided about you told Manchego? Me the other day it that... doesn't melt very well. Yeah. Manchego is a cheese to eat cold on a cheese board. And it would probably be the star of the cheese board. But don't try to melt Manchego because I don't think it, it goes very well. I tried to grate some up for my little puff pastry pinwheels that are <laughs> that just keep reproducing around here because I have so much cheese. But um, it didn't. It didn't. It, did, it wasn't all that good. If it hadn't been for the puff pastry, which makes everything better, I might have thrown them away. But... but uh, Manchego does not. Now, Gruyere is supposed to be a really good melting cheese. Yeah, I remember when I was first getting started in Gourmet Fair and everything, uh -huh. uh, I had a friend of mine who uh, always made a big fuss over that. You know, how you have the Gruyere cheese over here and you have this over there and this over that. And they had it scattered all throughout the book. And it was unusual. And uh, come to think of it, I'm wondering, where is he? I wonder. I'm going to look at. Let's see, what was his name either? I hope I can pull that up. Anybody? Well, I, I, had my, uh, I had my Gruyere moment about maybe 20 years ago when I got on the Gruyere mushroom bread pudding kick. And I know you remember that because I'm sure you made fun of me. You did make fun of me for that. that me? Make fun of you? Not yeah. me. Not that and me. the Lamingtons. That was, those were the two. Those are your two favorites, Tom. 
of things that I got all uh, into and you enjoyed making fun of me for it. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. We'll be back after these messages. Call us about your experiences, please. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café au lait and beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Ponchatoula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the Po' Boy Ice Cream Sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. One of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursdays, wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. Autumn in New York. Why does it seem so inviting? Yes. I tell you what, it, it has to be more inviting than the weather we're having right now. It is dull and dreary and has been like that for a couple of days. And um, and we need some nice, nice warmer sunshine out there. That, that, that definitely will um, improve everyone's spirits, I think. 5569696 is the number. You want to talk to us? We would love to talk to you. Today yeah, come is on over. the birthday in 1814 of Sir James Paget, a British surgeon and physiologist. He discovered, all right, disclaimer here, you might want to turn this off. He discovered that trichinosis, a bad muscle disease, was caused by the small roundworm parasites most often get into the body from undercooked pork. This caused everybody to grossly overcook pork for over a century. We now know that the trichina worms are killed by a temperature of 139 degrees Ooh, for gosh. nine minutes, which leaves pork medium rare. And that commercial pork hasn't had the problem to begin with for decades. Yeah, it's uh, if you were if you were doing like a wild pig or something, then you would have to worry about that, right? But commercial raising of pork is always safe right tom can be i've never watched that fortunately yeah well um i don't know i tend to overcook everything anyway i took that turkey out today and uh it was probably done it had one of those little pop-up things in it because i didn't i didn't buy the turkey so i would have bought a butterball but so my daughter bought a i know that's why i got it because i figured okay I can cook two chickens over the course of a week. I can cook one turkey and, and a be big, done with it. And a ham, too. Well, I'm going to do... You mean a big one. I'm probably going to make a turkey pot pie. Great now. idea. But anyway, um, I uh, 
cooked the turkey and it looked really great and it had really nice crispy skin from the butter I brushed on it. And then I flipped it over and I did that too. And then I feel like it was so brown on the outside that if I'd had one of those little pop-up things, I mean, I did have it, but I took it out. If I, the pop-up thing had been in there, then it would have popped up for sure. So then I start, I start eating a little bit of the drumstick and it's not, it's not as tender as I think it should be. So then I cut some breast for you and then I noticed as I was cutting the breast that it wasn't fully cooked through. So then I put it back in for another half an hour. And it's probably overcooked now, but um, but I don't know. I, I don't think trichinosis is anything I would ever have to worry about because I just cook things a little too much. I think we finally, we I finally think we got have. down to all the leftovers that we had from, uh, or the things that didn't get made for Christmas. And the last two things that we did was we had these three potatoes, one of these gigantic baker potatoes, which, by the way, reminds me, has anybody been motivated to go to Spudley's? Spudley's? <laughs> Spudley's uh, is this is the, still uh, around. It's uh, like right next to that hospital. Yeah. The, yeah, the it's still women's there, hospital. In that dumpy little building that it's been and there for the like 45 years. And, and mostly what they serve is... It's it's Sweet big, potatoes and all other kind of potatoes. Potato. Yeah. No, it's a big baked potato. Big one. And then they put all kinds of stuff on it. So you can have like it's it's kind of an interesting concept. It predates all of these fast casual things where you look up at your board and you can pick something from this group and this group and that group and you have it your own way, basically. So that was going on at Spudley's way back forty five years ago. But um the the potato that I bought reminds me of the kind that you would see at Spudley, just a mm -hmm. big, giant, football-sized potato. It's, it's from a long time ago. I mean, really, I in know, terms of... it is. It's like 45 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so but anyway. we'll have to keep our eyes on that because some of those piece, pieces might decide to take all their... Uh, yeah. uh, uh, those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the potato... I, I had three, and so I decided I was going to make... Uh, fresh cut potato chips mm -hmm. using my mandolin and I did that with one potato but I didn't want to do it with a lot more so we had uh -huh. two potatoes that were left mm -hmm. and so the other night I decided to go ahead and bake them so we baked the potatoes they yep. were good and I was going to make maybe some um uh Leonese potatoes but um, it didn't make it that far. We just ate the baked potatoes once they were done. Well, you know, and then I, I cleared out the uh, artichoke string bean casserole, and we are down now to only new items in the house, except for those those pinwheels. Tom says yeah, they're about coming five or on six of those to eat for the first <laughs> time in a while. I mean, they were everywhere for what, a while. The little pinwheels, but now uh, you'd be a tough time finding them. Uh, and well, to got, tell you, you the truth, it's eat, nothing, Tom. no you big got deal. Four more to eat. I use the I use the cheese. So the Gruyere cheese is going to probably be the next thing in the little pinwheels, or right. I'll do something with that Gruyere because it's still sitting there. I mean, I got it like I said between between um, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well, nice uh, connection. And, and we're down to just about everything else going away. Good idea. And and that's great. 
So now it's now it's down to just the the bare minimums. Although a hollandaise sauce sounds kind of good, Tom, with that broccoli. I felt guilty mm -hmm. putting that really diet basic, unadorned everything in front of you for lunch today. I just thought, wow, that's a sad, sad state of affairs when you could have been at a restaurant eating something that you liked a lot better. Yep. Oh well. Oh, these too bad. Happen. Well, it'll say? turn up again someday. That's for sure. And what, then we'll, the, new bands, the leftovers, I've, leftovers with the, <laughs> and they'll probably get better and better. I do and, hope to make. I do hope. Well, I'm going to be here now, so I do hope to make the uh, pot pie, because I I would like to try a pot pie. Good. And I I think I'm going to actually do that, although I have to sit down maybe to to do it, and I don't know I don't know how long I'm going to be yeah. wanting to sit well, down. Yeah. Five five six nine six nine six. I'm looking for anyone who has gone to the new Two Jacks. The new two Me. jacks. Well, yeah, we did. We did oh, go to good. two jacks. Uh, and I'm also looking for anyone who uh, has been to the new rest a while on the North Shore. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they said they were going to be open this week. They took a week off to tweak everything. And I think that this week is the week that they're open again. Mm -hmm. So... Um, if anybody made it into Rest a While, we'd love to hear about it because it's a really fabulous place. We had a report from the Lake House, uh, or I got a report from the Lake House, and, uh, and I was surprised. It was not a particularly good one, and I love the Lake House. But now that they're doing, I mean, to me, the Lake House is all about their buffet on Sunday, and it's, it's a fantastic buffet. And when I say fantastic, I don't mean like you... You know, you sit down with the food that you've just put on the plate yourself and you go, my God, this is the best food I've ever had in my life. It's not like that because you wouldn't get that at a buffet. But it's really good food and it's in a great setting and you can eat as much of one thing or as little as something else as you want. And so I really like the Lake House. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're not doing their buffet now because no one's doing a buffet. I have to check and see if Fogo mm -hmm. is doing their um, salad bar. Mm -hmm. That's something I'm different sure too. Not. From, I'm sure they're no. not, unless there's some loophole for them to be doing that. But um, that is a fantastic buffet. It's a salad. It's a salad bar. It's like the most glamorous salad bar you've ever seen in your life. Mm -hmm. And um, and we love it. And that's where the feijoada, the black bean stew, is to be found. Good stuff. Really well, good stuff. Anyway, I hope we can uh, uh, get a bunch of them next year. Lake We're House is right next to Rest a While, and I was wondering why this person did not go to Rest a While because, you know, it's new and everything new you want to go to. Yesterday, Tom was, uh, we weren't on the air, but I did want to mention something that means a lot to me. Yeah. Yesterday was National Bittersweet Chocolate Day. Really? Well, I'll bet you that did a lot of business. Yes, bittersweet chocolate is really more for cooking than for eating, although hmm. some like to eat it. Yeah. It's less sweet than semi-sweet. Great for making chocolate mousse or for chocolate sauce to go over something that's already very sweet. Here in New Orleans, you are encouraged to celebrate Fancy Creole Chicken Day. Hmm. What's Fancy Creole Chicken a number of dishes all developed mm. about a century ago are mainstays in local restaurants. They're particularly the older ones. All of them amount to a half chicken baked or sometimes grilled, 
topped or surrounded with some kind of hash. The most popular are chicken bon femme, good woman's chicken, is covered with cubed potatoes, garlic, parsley, and other savory bits. The famous version is at Two Jacks, where it's the best dish in the house. It'll chicken. remind you very much of the old place, and in some ways, it's uh, even more so. I didn't see chicken bon femme on the new menu. It's hard to find. No, no, I didn't see it at Two Jacks when we went. No? I was surprised. I did not, I don't. Know it's, that if I looked for it, but I didn't. I'm going to tell that. you, you have to be looking for it, and you will find it. But it'll well, be best, hard to find. It's the most famous dish there, so you would expect. I'm going to check. You would expect, but you're not going to find it while we're on the air right no. now. If it's on the menu, because I don't think that I saw it well, when we went there the other day. Second floor. That's the funniest things, because a lot of restaurants are doing that lately. No kidding, putting the whole thing on the second floor, which nobody knows about. What? So. Hmm? Putting what on the second floor? Uh, div, uh, uh, div, oh, here we come, another mist. They have a uh, beautiful picture on their website. But uh, that's it where? It goes right. They, they explain their table d'hote, but they have a really pretty picture of, I guess, the goat cheese crepes. All right, so we're looking for chicken bun fum. No, see, it's not there. It's not there, which I think is odd. There was a pan-seared redfish, shrimp and grits, mayhaw glazed chicken. That sounds good. A pan-roasted maple leaf duck breast, grilled Angus turnado, duroc bone-in pork chop, and pane veal over linguine, which a lot is of, a lot of choices that I didn't see it there. Mm -hmm. I think I probably would have gotten that if I had seen it. And I know you might have gotten it. You got the redfish with the succotash, and that I would have thought that you would have gotten bun farm if it had been there. Mm -hmm. So that explains why you didn't get it, because it wasn't there. Oh. Uh, chicken Clemenceau, named for the premiere of France during World War I. Its mm. garnish is mushrooms, peas, butter, onions, and a good deal of garlic. Galatoire's makes the definitive version. You had that the last time we were there. A lot of hungry people from who were originally from uh, the first year of the... I'm sure uh, I'm sure World One. What am I saying here? World uh, War One. World War One. Uh -huh. uh, it, it's very similar uh, to menus because they just and a lot of World War One uh, things just came in the our food show. And definitely old dishes for sure. They are old dishes, dishes but they yeah. you know Antoine's a lot of stuff on Antoine's yeah. dishes actually specifically tells you the the, the one to where, look for. Where it came from, yeah. yeah. Chicken Pentalba is also on this list. It's what you think of as the best of all. The roasted chicken is topped yeah. with fried potato cubes, grilled ham, right. green onions and bearnaise sauce. Chef Paul Blanger, the first chef at Brennan's, created in the 1940s. The Palace uh -huh. Cafe makes the best Pontalba. All these are wonderful Creole yeah. classics, not hard to make at home. The most time at the food show. is cooking the chicken. And right, we'll be we here again, I'm sure. We have the bottom of the hour news time from the Louisiana Radio Network call uh, coming up. 556-9696. We'll be back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Matt Doyle. The I-20 corridor was treated to a light layer of powdery white snow this morning for the first time since 2018. National Weather Service meteorologist Chris Newtall says folks across North Louisiana woke up to several inches of snow in their yards. With a couple of reports of five and six inches, basically 
just on the eastern shore of Toledo Bend. That's kind of the that right basically where the eastern edge of the heaviest uh, snow band was. Natchitoches saw about three to four inches of snow, five inches in Grand Cane, and six inches of snow in Zwally. And schools are closed and many businesses took the day off as most folks just aren't comfortable trying to drive or walk through snow in Louisiana. KNOE-TV Evening News anchor Jeff Horchak says the kids are enjoying it, but not all the pets are. He says it's the first time his dogs ever saw snow. So he gets out and he's trying to kind of figure out what's going on because everything's so lit up and white and he's stepping around and he doesn't like rain much. It's a little different, but I said, hey, it's just frozen rain. Yeah, and once he stepped around a little bit, he was fine. LRN. Are you a veteran who is homeless or close to being evicted? Volunteers of America is here to help you and your family. Through our Supportive Services for Veteran Families program, you could be eligible to receive COVID-19 relief temporary financial assistance for rent and utility payments based on household income requirements. For more information, call us at 318-221-5000 or visit voanorthla.org. That's voanorthla.org. I'm Jim Harper, President of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Whether you live in New Orleans or New Roads, Cheneyville or Lake Charles, agriculture makes a big difference in your daily life. That's why the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation is here to protect our precious food supply chain at the local, state and national levels. Become a part of our grassroots network. Visit LAFarmBureau.org to join today. The Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they've partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge January 8th, Leo Nocentelli. January 15th, School of Rock. And January 22nd, Glenn David Andrews. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at thinkaos.com I like a Gershwin tune how about you yes indeed everyone loves Gershwin Cole Porter and the like 556-9696 is the number if you want to talk to us we want to talk to you Tom remember I used to always say that um, that the one thing you didn't like about Pete Cusive was that he puts too much food on the plate. Uh-huh. Not too much food, but too many different things on the plate. Oh. Don the Gourmet Neighbor sent me some pictures of his brunch at uh, Lake House over the weekend. And he said there were way too many things in it. And I started laughing because I think Pete Kusev is a great chef. And I know that you do too. And you used to always, when he had juniper used to always say if he would just leave off like one or two things from the plate it would be a better plate of food and i don't really have a problem with that because i like a lot of different things i i have a really boring life i guess i like to count the number of vegetables i've had 
in the course, well, you never know in the course of the day uh, when I'm when I'm being good. You know, it, it's it's titillating to think I've had, you know, 20 different kind of vegetables. But uh, so I don't really I don't really mind that when Pete sends out a plate with a lot of stuff on it. But I think he's a good chef. Don't you like Pete Kusev over at Lake House? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. And uh, I just thought it was funny that Don, the gourmet neighbor, said that about it. I don't know if he's been listening to you so long he remembers the days when you were talking about Pete, but probably he doesn't even know Pete's in the kitchen mm-hmm. there. But I remember when you were you were always whining about that when he had Juniper, which was a really good restaurant. And uh, I wonder what's going to go in that space now. I don't know. Did, did, did he leave it? Well, State, you know, the speech, space I mean, across from Our Lady of the Lake uh-huh, yeah. in downtown Mandeville on Lafitte Street, uh, there's a little cottage that was a bakery from the 1800s with this brick oven, like literally brick, like lots and lots of bricks. Mm-hmm. And Pete used to say that it would take like a whole day to warm that thing up, and then you couldn't turn it off. It's like you couldn't turn it off and on. It was like days you had to use it, and then that was it. And so no one wound up using it after it stopped being a bakery. But uh, there were a lot of places in and out of there, Juniper being one of them. Don the Gourmet Neighbor is calling, I guess, to have me quote him exactly. Did I do it wrong? Well, well, well I mean, not just, seems you know, to I want to be, I want to be fair. I want to be fair to everyone, you know? Yes. So what did so, you say? So let me start by saying we went to the lake house and three of them had, they had the chicken and waffles. They loved them. They said they were absolutely delicious. The waffle was perfect. Uh-huh. I, or, I ordered something I never order, a seafood omelet. The menu is very limited now. And I just, uh-huh. I really didn't even feel like eating. I wanted something maybe, li- I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I ordered it, okay? Yeah. So the side has uh, heart of uh-huh. sweet potatoes, golden Yukon <laughs> potatoes, uh-huh. purple potatoes. This was all in one omelet? This was all in one omelet? This is, this is, this is the side. I didn't even get oh, the to side. the omelet okay. yet. Okay. This is okay. the side, okay? <laughs> and then... They have this smattering of pecans rolled in this cayenne pepper, uh-huh. also in the vegetables with the bell pepper and the onion. Uh-huh. Okay. That but Don, just think about how many different kinds of vegetables you had. Think of how healthy that was. I didn't eat them. They were awful. It was, uh. the, the mix was, the mix was <laughs> you, you just couldn't do it. You just couldn't do it. <laughs> then, then my omelet comes, and it wasn't an omelet at all. It must have been five eggs. It was huge, okay? And they were just like in a layer. You know, like if you put them in a pan and just took them out. Served on, you're not going to believe it, more spiced pecans <laughs> under the omelet. <laughs> it was a seafood? It was a, it, but it was a seafood omelet? Oh, I'm getting to that. So then they have the shrimp that were obviously grilled. Served on the top of an omelet with the tails on, with crawfish, with claw meat, and what turned out to be a broken Mornay sauce. That's all I'm <laughs> wait, saying. Wait a second, wait a second. The crawfish had the tails on it? No, 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 no. The shrimp. I'm sorry. The shrimp. So you've got these very large shrimp sitting on So nothing was 
in the omelet. You know, traditionally an omelet yeah, yeah. is folded and the contents are in the right. inside. Yes. Uh-huh. None right. of it resembled. It, it didn't say scrambled egg with seafood on top because uh-huh. that's what that's what it was. Uh-huh. So, look, it's a beautiful place. It oh, you've never been? Packed. You were never, you've never been there? I, I, don't, I don't travel over there. You know that, you except know. to see my mother-in-law. So, I know, but you go to see your mother-in-law a lot, so I thought maybe you'd been. No, okay. no not, not often, not often. Okay. So okay. we decided to take her there. That was my daughter's choice was the lake house. I didn't even know about the rest a while. I, I had no idea what that even was. It's like right next door. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I may have yeah. seen, well, if, if it was right next door, it wasn't open. Well, wait a minute. It's not right next door. Right next door is an apartment building. Okay. So in the next right, right, block, right. it's in the next block. Well, Lem- Lake House is an absolutely beautiful place. It is. The staff could not have been any nicer. Uh, there was a lovely table of drunken ladies next to us. That was nice upstairs. <laughs> uh, it seems that when young ladies get together, and if I've insulted anybody, that's just too bad. Uh, the more the, and more that they drink, uh, the more the decibel levels of their voices oh, yeah. increase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's, no, there's nothing to absorb the sound in there. It's all hardwood yeah, and right, walls. Yeah. So at one point, everybody seated where we were literally turned around, all 20 of us, and glared at them at one time. It didn't stop anything, but we all did it. Y'all felt better, <laughs> I mean, huh? Okay. Yeah, we, it, it made us feel a little better. But, you know, uh-huh. that, that, that's a, and, you know, whenever I see tables like that, and I always wonder, who the hell is driving these people home? Oh, yeah. That's just yeah. me. I always wonder yeah. those things. But, no, yeah. it wasn't they love the chicken and waffles. I would never in my life order chicken, chicken and waffles. That's just uh-huh. me. Yeah. And you know I'm not a you know I'm not a brunch person. Right. I'm not yes. a I'm not a anybody can yeah. cook brunch. Anybody yes. can cook eggs. But but they didn't no, maybe not anybody because they didn't. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm, make a recommendation to you. Okay. When you when you come back to see your mother in law and it's mm-hmm. spring and Whenever, even if this is 2025, when COVID has gone. <laughs> oh, I'll be dead. I'll um, be dead. <laughs> they have, I hope not, they have a beautiful Maybe. buffet <clears throat> that is, and I always say it's like being at someone's glamorous wedding, and it's outside. Outside at Lake House on a nice oh, wow. day is gorgeous, just gorgeous you know well i do have, i do have to say my, my mother-in-law mentioned that she went there i think well of course not this christmas last christmas and they did a buffet for christmas and she said it was just fantastic said yeah. it was just absolutely delicious yeah she loved it's it. good he's good he's he's a very oh, yeah, good sure restaurateur yeah and, um, you know, they do they do dinner right they do do dinner. It's a very abbreviated uh, schedule, though. I think it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They were doing okay. the abbreviated schedule before anybody else was, you know, okay. because he's so busy with other stuff. So, sure. you know, if you're sure. not, okay. and he's a good, and he's a good restaurateur, and he knows mm-hmm. his business. So, you know, if he's right. not filling it up on Tuesday and Wednesday, he's not going to be. You know, shut it down. Yeah, sure, that's right. It. So that's, uh, and then rest a while just cropped up like now so um mm-hmm. put that one on your list what, for the what, next what type of food over. what type of food is it do you know it is casual uh seafood there is a good burger okay. there it's pat gallagher so oh, okay. well, uh, of steakhouse fame so it's gonna be good you know yeah i have no doubt it will be great we'll have and to it's and, and oh. again on a sunday afternoon it's gonna be fantastic what that that's the place you were talking about last week with the Girl yeah. Scouts and the Boy Scouts. Right, 
That's the one, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. okay. All right, yes. we'll have to check it out. I'll let you Absolutely know. put that one on your list for sure. Got it. But, but right, you know, wait you. for a nice day. I mean, if you're coming over here, yeah. you know, and it's gloomy like this, go to Chifunctus for brunch and be inside. But um, you, you, but, do know I like, you do know I like gloomy, right? Well, <laughs> well, does everybody else in your party? Because outdoors is so nice Look, if it's nice. If I'm buying, they're going to like whatever, whatever, whenever I bring them. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way true. I roll. This is true. You know? Now, let me before you go. Let me ask you this: I know uh-huh. you are a big supporter of restaurants in New Orleans. So, Absolutely. are you keeping up your pace there? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. We are. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where have you been lately? I, I know you're going to make. Why did you just do that to me? I have to go look at my credit card bill. I, I mean, it's, oh, okay. It's, you know, you know where we went last night uh, because I really didn't eat lunch. I don't know if I told you that. So I basically didn't eat. So we went to eat at Taqueria Corona on Magazine. How was that? Everybody do, was, goes there. We, they, uh, very at good. our place, that's how it goes. It was good? Good. It was really, really good. We were the only people in there, poor people. Mm-hmm. I, I felt, now, they had tons of to-go stuff on the bar. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. so they were, they were really doing – I'm looking at my credit card bill right now. Um, oh, God, you ought to see this. <laughs> um, but this is how I determine where the hell I've eaten. Uh-huh. Where yeah. else have I eaten? Taqueria, Corona, the lake. Oh, Ta- we did Shia, Shia again mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, which, which was delicious. Which was, it, yeah. It's always delicious. And we did, uh, some friends came in Friday and we went to uh, Venezia's. How was that? Um, it, it is, it, it's okay. It, look, if, if I was going to go, I'd... Shannon and I split a dish, uh-huh. which was okay. It was, it was the veal and fettuccine. That was fine. Uh-huh. But if it was me, I would get the, veal, the pizza with the veal on it, with the panade veal. Uh-huh. I think that's the best. Um, and then my friends always get steak. And it's like, why are you getting a steak? They insist it is the best steak anywhere. <laughs> Going to an Italian restaurant, I'm not on a steak. It looks great. Came out on sizzling plates. Especially it great, a place I mean, like that, you know? Yeah. But you I go tell to a you, place like lo- that, you order old-fashioned Italian. But there are a lot of people when you go in eating those steaks. So maybe they are that good. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Interesting. All right. All As right. always, well, interesting, hope- Don. Hmm? Go ahead. What? Yeah. I, I hope your hamstring improves. Yeah, I'm trying to get. That's going to be a while. <gasps> no, don't tell me that. It's going to take a little while. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. What's a little? What's so. a little while? Oh, six, seven years. No. No, I don't know. <laughs> a couple of weeks at the very least, I would yeah, think. Yeah, that's what I A I'm couple saying. of okay. weeks. All Chitons right. Hot water. All right, you guys take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Thanks. 556-9696 is a number. Give us a call. Tell us about where you've been eating. We'll be right back. Parish Coffee is a small-batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to ParishCoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to Parish. Right down the highway from the excellent Keith Young Steakhouse is Five Girls. And the food is very good casual fare. 
Here is a fantastic club sandwich with homemade potato chips, a great Cuban, good salads, and the best red beans and rice we have ever had. Poor boys, hamburgers, and terrific fried seafood. Five Girls, 305 Highway 21 in Madisonville. 985-845-2348. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Yes, indeed. We are back. 556-9696 is the number. If you want to call us, we want to talk to you. That's what we do. Just talk about food. That's it. And uh, there's a lot to talk about in New Orleans when we talk about food because we love to eat here. Edible Dictionary Word. We weren't on the air t- yesterday, so I'm going to do the one from yesterday. It is brought to you by Dorignac's, one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time, according to Food & Wine Magazine. And today's Edible Dictionary Word is macaroon. It's a cookie made originally with almonds and enough egg to make it very light in texture. Over the years, shredded coconut has become part of the recipe. The name comes from the same Italian root that gives macaroni and a reference to the stringy quality of the ingredients pre-baked. Lately, macaroons have come into vogue, especially when they're so light that they almost float in the air and with perfect dimensions and flawless tops. Some macaroons have made have been made as savory garnishes on fancy plates, but most of them are as they have ever been sweet. Tom, is that a fact that all macaroons, even the ones in a place like Bottega Louie or Sucre, have coconut in them? Because I don't remember um, macaroons having coconut. Like I remember, I remember coconut macaroons. I think you're thinking of those cookies that our parents got in the 50s, coconut macaroons. Uh, and then they became really glamorous and hip, and they're not even spelled the same. They don't have the two O's. They have just one O. And um, I started seeing the really fancy ones at Bottega Louie in Los Angeles, and then here you see them at Sucre, or I don't know if you're still seeing them at the Sucre since they changed over. I'm sure you are. But they're, they're beautiful, they're a light confection, and they're usually in pastel colors. But I don't know that I've ever had one, so I don't know if there's coconut in it. it it's if not you widely... are listening and eat those kind of macaroons, can you call me and tell me if there's a coconut flavor to them or if there's actually shredded coconut in them? Because I don't think there is. It's just an ongoing uh, style of doing those books and, and it's, it's, the desserts. It's but... a fancy, light... It's, it's meringue. Is what but it if is, you right? have a nice little wave going through there, wave through going through uh-huh. there, it gets in there. It becomes, hey, look at that, and you know exactly what it is. Because oh, excuse me, I keep bumping people, and uh, and it it works pretty nicely that way. In fact, Marianne well, usually, and I. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What? Early on uh, one evening, uh, kept telling each other, you know, with, this is a nice cup of these things. They're, they're, they they have a certain elegance of all their own. Well. Macaroons that you see um, in places like Louis and um, and Sucre, and I'm sure there are other places where I mean I don't look for them, so I don't really know. But um, but I'm looking at a picture right now on the Louis website, and they're certainly they appear to be just. Um, 
just the meringue, and then they're filled with something which gives them their color, but I don't know what they're filled with. Maybe it's, maybe that's, you know, maybe that's what uh, is the coconut. I don't know. So help me out here. We've got about five, seven minutes left. If you eat macaroons, and I'm talking about the glamorous version, not the not the processed version from the 50s and 60s that my parents used to have, coconut macaroons. If you eat the fancy versions, um, I would like to know if there's coconut in it because I, I, I like coconut. I love Perfect place I for love it. a coconut cream pie. Ooh, wonderful. Um, I think Kenny LaCour's mother makes a coconut cream pie for, or a coconut cake or something um, at Dakota. But you don't see coconut desserts very much, which is too bad because it's good. But um, a, a, a big, tall coconut cream pie can be really great. Um, up here on the North Shore, we have Shane Gorringe, who is um, the proprietor behind Zoe's Bakery. And he has little chocolate, not chocolate, he has little coconut pies in miniature coconut pies and they're really tall and fluffy and really delicious but i don't see that very much i never see it on menus but like i say i don't really look for stuff like that but um coconut can be really really good although i've never really liked the coconut macaroons that my parents had around the house the macaroons though themselves are really pretty they're, they're a, a work of art and in their pastel colors and the, the palette of pastels, they're beautiful. At Louis in Los Angeles, they have a macaroon of the day every day and the flavor changes. So I guess that the meringue is flavored with whatever it is that they, uh, that they have. I don't know, I could text Jude and find out if they have coconut in those macaroons. I want to get back to the bittersweet chocolate that I got off of when I was reading through your almanac. Then we, you went on to the fancy Creole chicken dishes. Bittersweet chocolate is what, Tom? What class? What is classified? How is bittersweet chocolate classified in terms of sugar content? Semi-sweet is the sweetest, right? And then bittersweet is less sugar. And then you get into, I guess, just dark chocolate. Is that right? Yeah, you're pretty much into it. And you've got all the essential parts of it. Uh, you have something to make it sweet. You have something that puts a bittersweet in the background. That's what, something that really comes and gets you, I think. And if you really want to get good at it, you can start either whipping it or even better uh, to go into variations of it that uh, are practically like roasting beasts. I mean, they, they, they have, can be amazing. You know what's, um, I used to, I started out, you know, like everybody else as a kid with um, the Toll House semi-sweet chips. And I would say, I guess in a pinch, I would go back to that if I didn't have anything else in the house. But honestly, I find those really, really sweet now. And, um, I then discovered Ghirardelli, and that was a much more bittersweet chocolate. I think it was like a 60% dark chocolate. 
And then I moved on to the 72% from Trader Joe's or 85% if I can get that. And your palate really adjusts. I mean, it adjusts to anything. If you quit eating salt and you eat a lot of salt, when you get something that's not even as salty as you used to eat it, it really makes an impression on you. Same thing with this. When I had the Ghirardelli chocolate, I ran into some somewhere and I started snacking on it. And I could only eat like two or three of them. It was just too sweet for me. But I, and then I started getting into the, the hot cocoa, 100% cocoa. And it, it's not sweet at all but it's really good. And now everything seems, I mean, I, I would never eat just like snack on hundred percent chocolate. Cause it's not, it's not good. It's bitter. But when you have the sugar, the natural sugars from the milk that mix with the hundred percent cocoa, then it becomes tolerable and actually really good. So it's just, I guess, anything that you get used to, but whatever. I got a text saying that macaroons are from Italy and it's a totally different cookie. And I'm, I don't know if that means that, um, okay. So the, the macaroon is Parisian. The macaroon is from Italy. They're two different cookies. Macaroons with double O are made with shredded coconut. Macaroons from France are made with almond flour. Okay. Well, I don't like any of them because, uh, I guess the almond paste or the flour or whatever it is, uh, tastes like, well, almond. And I like almond, okay. But uh, when Mary Lee was making her cakes, she would um, always be mystified when someone would order an almond cake because she doesn't really understand the appeal of the almond wedding cake. But there are people who really like almond cake and that flavor is very, very strong. And people really do like it. You know, to each his own. Lord knows there's enough different flavors out there that people can find whatever it is that they like and stay away from the things that they don't like, which is pretty much what you ought to do anyway. All right, we are just about done for the show. I want to mention something that we talked about a little bit earlier. Someone, uh, Ron, the gourmet waiter, said that the WGSO website is new and up and running and it is beautiful and appears to be highly functional which which i gotta say i really love uh and you can listen as he said right there on the website so uh, that is one way to get the show i've been touting uh that you mentioned to a friend about the show someone told me that they just discovered the show the other day or someone had told them about it and I said, I can't believe people have not told people about the show. So if you haven't told someone about the show, please do. We have a lot of bad news out there. And this is a silly little show that, you know, is a little diversion from that. So I would recommend that you tell a friend to either listen on the WGSO website or to download the Simple Radio app. If you are not at home, download the Simple Radio app. Uh, it's free and type in 990 New Orleans and there you are. If you have missed a portion of the show, and boy, am I behind on these. Henry, I'm, I'm going to check with you and make sure that we have, I have all the things that I need to catch up on uh, the podcast. But you can also go to our website, which is the New Orleans menu, N-O-M-E-N-U.com. That's nomenu.com. We have our newsletter that comes out twice a week. 
Our daughter does it. She does an exceptionally good job, if I do say so myself. Uh, that's where you will find the events that are out there, things like the Oysters Rockefeller special at Antoine's and all the other things that people do to stimulate business in these very uh, dreary times. So go to nomenu.com or sign up for the newsletter, which is even better, and you will get that delivered to your box. That's also where you will get Tom's vintage pieces, which are part of his 50-year body of work. There's a lot of good stuff. Tom, you know some stuff. Mm. You know some stuff. Well, I had to put it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you did. And we have it uh, on the website and on the newsletter. Uh, Tom's reviews of things from a very long time ago, restaurants that you would remember fondly, are just things, you know, just generic food items and all you ever wanted to know about fill in the blank. That's on the website too and in the newsletter. We have our dining diary, places that we've gone and what we think about them, like the rest while was there last week and uh, Two Jacks will be there this week. So we have that too. We have our Instagram page. We would love for you to follow us on Instagram. It is at the New Orleans menu. Uh, just sign up to follow us there. What else am I missing? I have my own podcast, which is Emmy the Story Lady. That's E-M-M-I-E. That is where I have sort of um, rewritten classic children's tales and read them for your kids or grandkids who might be bored uh, while at home in you know, this new COVID world. Coming up next is Tim McNally with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show. <clears throat> and we will be back tomorrow at the same time to talk to you about food. It's time for the Louisiana Radio Network. Join me, BJ Rust, every weekday at 6 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. This consent call on Vice President Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove President Trump. Democrats can now bring up the resolution for a vote on Tuesday. When it comes to impeaching the president, articles were introduced on Monday and Democrats do have the votes. But according to Republican Senator Rick Scott from Florida, it's probably not the best thing to do. Joe Biden's not going to get anything done if he continues down this path, and neither will the Democrats. All these vendettas against the in the past, it makes no sense. This should be a time of unity, time of hope for the future, and that's not what the Democrats are doing. That audio, courtesy of Fox News, social media company Parler is suing Amazon, alleging the Seattle-based firm's hosting service violated antitrust laws and their contractual agreement. USA Radio News. We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day -day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-2468-751 and use discount code USA.
As the Biden administration prepares to take office, the average price for a gallon of gasoline is now at its highest level since March. USA Radio Network's John Clemens has the details from the Texas Bureau. Patrick DeHaan of GasBuddy.com tells us as more and more Americans express confidence in the COVID-19 vaccine, they're back on the road, increasing demand. Average gas prices across the U.S. have increased $0.07 cents per gallon over the last week, with the national average currently standing at two thirty-two per gallon, a new COVID-19 high. Despite being $0.27 cents lower than last year at this time, the average price is expected to increase later this week. Average prices across the U.S. may increase several cents per gallon yet again this week as prices move